Hello, everyone, and welcome back to this week's episode of Chicken Noodle Scoop. I'm Gabby, and I'm the only Fuller sister today because you got a solo episode this week, baby. Orders up. The scoop is hot and ready to be served. Chicken Noodle Scoop. So, I was originally going to record an episode with Kai when he was in town, but honestly, we were having so much fun together, and we ran out of time, and I didn't want to, like, force us to stop just enjoying each other's company to have to get work done, so I think we're going to try to figure it out and do one over Zoom within the next couple of weeks, so get ready for that. You guys will not miss out, because I think we just have such a fun story together and just such a fun dynamic, and I definitely think it would be a great podcast. So, that one will be coming in the near future, hopefully, but... Today, I asked on my Instagram about situations that you guys needed advice on, and today I'm going to be giving you my very not knowledgeable advice. I'm going to try my best. (laughs) But before we get into that, we are going to get into the weekly scoop because I was gone now for two weeks because Lexi did a solo episode last week while Kai was in town just so that I could spend time with him because obviously I don't get to see him that often so shout out to Lexi thank you for that but now I am back so I have a lot to catch you guys up on so I don't even remember what how I ended the last weekly scoop but my weeks have been obviously like typical but last weekend it was about Thursday night uh 10 o'clock just got home from the gym Had a great week, and I'm FaceTiming Kai like normal because we talk nonstop. And he was like, "Um, I have a weekend off. And I was like, "Um, I have a weekend off. And he was like, so should I book a flight? And we both just got on, looked for some flights. Within 10 minutes, a flight was booked, and within 12 hours, he was on a plane. So he flew in at like 12 p.m. on Friday. I went to go and pick him up from the airport. We just, like... Kai's the type of person where you could be doing absolutely nothing and it's just the best time ever. So instantly, just as soon as I picked him up, the vibes were just, they were just great. We were blasting some music, just jamming out in the car. That's kind of how our friendship started is with car rides. So it's very, very nostalgic to just be in a car together. But drove home from the airport, hung out a little bit, got him situated. And then the very first thing we did is go to the gym to stunt. So Kai has been working on his co-ed stunts. He was not a co-ed stunner when he was on TGLC. He was always a main tumbler, but he's grown up a little bit, turned into a, a little bit of a man, and he's been stunting around Cheer Extreme. So for those that don't know, Kai works at Cheer Extreme Raleigh and lives in North Carolina right now. So he's been stunting around with a few girls at the gym, and I was like, you know what? Let's try to stunt. I will say, out of nowhere, I don't know when this happened but I got really good at co-ed stunting I've always been like okay at it but it was never like I was always a way better like elite type of stunner than I was a co-ed stunner lately I have gotten like I'm gonna I'm gonna toot my own horn for a little bit because I've gotten really good and I was really excited to stunt with him because I just love stunting with new people and kind of like teaching them little tips and tricks and just like seeing how it works he stunted like so well And he was terrified of trying full-ups. But I was like, no, this is what we're going to do. So we started with just hitting, like, random stunts. We did, like, ball cube. No, we didn't do ball cube. We did ball platform. We tried a few ball cubes. It didn't work out. And we went regular platform. And then we went to full-ups. And we hit, like, five solid good ones. He's literally never done one in his entire life. So 
hopefully we'll start sunning more whenever he's in town again anyway i just went on a really long rampage and that was only day one so that was friday we went to the gym came home hit up some friends and they were like hey let's go out and we were like i mean okay we've never gone out together he's finally 21 we could actually go out in miami so we got ready so fast and we went to this place called el centro and had a blast it was us and a few other friends um everything in miami is pretty much open completely they have like limited capacity slightly but you obviously wear a mask unless you're like eating or drinking at your table so we went there just i will say because going out in miami is hard when you're not like a miami native because they all get super lit to spanish music and your girl took three years of spanish in high school but do i know anything no i know words like sacapuntas which is pencil sharpener which is not going to help me when it comes to getting lit at the club because I don't think there's any songs about pencil sharpeners. So I need to, I need to broaden my horizons of Spanish music so that way I can just have as much fun as everyone else was because they were having a blast and we were all just standing there like, um, just trying to dance around, having no idea what the songs were saying. Overall, still a great night. And oh, well, besides everything being open, everything closes at midnight here, which is like heaven to me because that means I can go out and I know that I'm going to be back in the comfort of my own home with my dog by like 1 a.m. I'll go out all the time that that's perfect to me a girl needs her sleep and a girl needs her dog so we did that Friday night or yes and then Saturday morning what was Saturday why don't I remember oh Saturday we went to the design district and um let's just say I spent a little bit of money I've been wanting to treat myself for a while. The past, like, three weeks, I've literally nonstop worked on top of, like, cheer competitions. And it has just been a very busy 2021, honestly. And in situations like that, you got to, like, stop and treat yourself a little bit on something little or just, like, a self-care day. It doesn't even have to be, like, something materialistic or else you get burnt out. And I was starting to feel a little bit burnt out and a little bit over it. And I never ended up buying myself something for Christmas. And I wanted to kind of treat myself... So when Kai's in town, it's dangerous in the best way possible because he just brings out all the sides of me that I don't have in myself, which is um, spending money. Wait, I missed out a detail on Friday night. That is a pretty big part of the story. That was so much fun. This podcast is honestly just going to be like 20 minutes of me recapping you on everything that I did with Kai, but totally worth it. So Friday night at the gym, there's this girl on a team that does tarot card readings and she did one on a few of my friends and she was like, hey, she ended up like kind of like pulling a muscle or something and not being able to finish out her private so she was like I have my cards and I have time I'm at the gym do you want me to do a reading on you and I was like oh my god yes so I sat down and she did a whole reading and honestly it was all amazing she was like you should be so proud of yourself like you have no one else to thank than yourself for just the growth that you've had you are like flourishing success is coming your way in all aspects like you don't have to be worried about anything your career is set in stone like everything that I obviously like love to hear like I kind of knew but it just feels good to kind of have that validation whether or not you believe in these type of things but I love stuff like this and then she was like honestly your only flaw and thing you need to be worried about is that you think too logically everything you do is about money about numbers like you are too business oriented and I was like oh yeah that that sounds very accurate so um with that in mind I was like you know what she's right I need to go spend some money. I need to go treat myself. I don't have to be 
super logical about everything. If I want something, let's go do it. So we went to the design district and got a pair of Dior high tops. Did I need any more sneakers? No. Did Have I already worn them a lot? Absolutely. I don't regret the purchase at all. It was very pricey. Very pricey for a pair of sneakers. I'm not going to say it. If you want to go look them up, feel free. Very pricey. I absolutely love them. But it was like such a fate moment because I walked in. There was like, so Kai has a pair in like a neon yellow color, which is his color. And then they also had a pair in like a Tiffany blue color, which I went in to the store with those ones in mind. But I was like, I don't love them. I don't want to get them and then like not have things to match them and not wear them. So we went in and I saw this pair with like a gray sole and like navy blue Dior writing. And I was like, why do I love these? Like, I don't really like ever wear navy blue and I never gravitate towards that color in clothing or anything. And then I went to try them on and they didn't have my size. And then the guy was like showing us the website and he's like, well, we have these ones. And they were the gray sole with like the silver reflective Dior. And I was like, oh my God, those are, those are the ones. Like I just instantly knew they weren't on display. So I didn't even know they had them. And they didn't have any other sizes around mine, but my exact size. And he's like, there's only one pair. Like, let me go try to find them. This man disappears for a solid 25 minutes. And I'm like, oh no, like they don't have them. What am I going to do? I don't love any other pair. And I'm obviously not going to spend that money on something I don't love. 25 minutes later, comes back and was like, these were literally hidden in a corner. I could not find them. It was the very last pair. I put them on. They were literally like made for my feet. They fit perfectly. So I swiped my card and I did it. Spent a lot of money. I felt great about it, honestly. Like I said, I don't ever treat myself. And I am very, I don't know how to say this, like I'm very well off for my age and a lot of the times I feel like I'm constantly just looking for the next milestone and I don't let myself take in the success that I actually had and kind of let myself enjoy it. So thanks to my tarot card reading, I tried to do that a little bit, tried to enjoy it for what it is, make it, even if it's a dumb decision, these are the years that you learn from your mistakes, so spend some money treated myself so that was Saturday <laughs> and then Saturday well then we went to like Cheesecake Factory just hung out we shopped around a little bit more Saturday night we just went over to a friend's house where we were supposed to just hang out for a little bit next thing I know it's 5 a.m and we're just leaving so uh, that was Saturday then Sunday we woke up and it was like cloudy but we wanted to go to the beach and it ended up being a beautiful sunny day at the beach by the time we got there we got there a little bit late and the sun came out and it was just beautiful the beach was honestly super crowded but that's what you get for a Sunday with right now but just a beautiful day and then we got some pizza we came back and we got tattoos we knew that this is something we've been wanting to do the last couple times Kai comes to town we just we knew we wanted to get some tattoos and we called Inkaholics asked if they had walk-ins they closed in like 30 minutes but they were like yeah we do so we drove there and we both got tattoos literally as they were closing I don't regret it at all. I got a little cloud on my finger for my dog. I've wanted it for a while. It's just such a cute little tattoo. And everyone keeps asking if I want more. I do want more, but not like... I like them to all be somewhere small where they could be hidden. I don't want like a sleeve or I don't want like crazy big tattoos. I just like little sentimental ones that can be hidden. Anyway, that was my weekend with Kai. And then unfortunately he had to go home. Hopefully you'll be seeing a lot more of him in the very near future we've been trying to plan some stuff out and then this last week I've just been just normal getting caught up on work after Kai left trying to get my sleeping schedule back on track 
and just some hanging out with some friends. Nothing too crazy. And obviously cheerleading. Oh, which brings me to, as I'm recording this, NCA results just came out. And across the board, I do not agree with a lot of things. Obviously, a lot of things were out of our control. We did, unfortunately, have a one-point legality that obviously we didn't know about until it was too late. And everything was turned in. We already got our scores. But a lot of scores just in a lot of divisions didn't really make sense. But that's okay. Congrats to all the teams that did win. Obviously, it wasn't the traditional NCA, so it's better than nothing just to get that competition under our belt and now keep moving forward. So, I think that's pretty much everything for my weekly scoop. We are now 12 minutes in, so I think we are just going to hop right in to the questions. So, like I said, I asked on my Instagram for things you needed advice on. And I just went through my DMs, screenshotted some random ones, and honestly, there's like plenty more. So if you guys want another advice episode, let us know. But without further ado, here we go. First question. I want to start making money on social media. What is your advice to getting started and gaining attention to start making money? So here's the thing. Social media is like the greatest tool right now to start a business, to make money, whatever the case is. But you can't go into it with the mindset that you're just doing it to make money, especially if you're trying to create your own personal brand off of it. If you already have a business or if you're starting to like make a small business and you're using social media as your tool to be able to gain money that way, then I would say my biggest tip is consistency. TikTok is going to be your best friend. The TikTok algorithm is like the most well thought out thing and the easiest way to go viral right now is definitely on that app. So literally just post and post and post and post as much as you possibly can with good quality content to the trending like viral sounds and one of them are going to reach a new customer that is going to buy something, show it off and whatever the case is and then it'll just kind of snowball from there. That's my biggest tool for that is definitely start on Instagram but also using or start on TikTok but also using Instagram as like a double like cross connecting platform. If it comes to creating your own personal brand and you're trying to make money that way, just be yourself and don't do it for the money reason. Yes, you can go into it hoping that it will become a full-time career, but if you're just doing it for money, you're most likely going to be way too focused on the numbers, the followers, the analytics. Okay, don't mind Cloud. I don't know what he's hearing. But if you're too focused on that stuff, you're not going to be focused enough on making good quality content and that is what is going to help you grow. So just be yourself Put out content that you are proud of and don't be so focused on the way it performs. Be more focused on doing it because you genuinely want to. And then most of the time when stuff like that, like take Emma Chamberlain, for example, she just posted whatever the heck she wanted to and whenever she she wanted to. And then obviously once she was just being herself, she was one of the first creators that was just so genuinely raw and just unapologetically herself. And you saw how well it worked for her because people just connected and clicked with it because she was relatable. So... Stick to what you're good at, whatever the case is, and there's going to be people that look into that type of like niche specific area on social media and they're going to find you and just do it because you genuinely want to and don't be so focused on the end result. But just start taking it seriously. Social media is such a big tool and I feel like it's a trend right now on TikTok to like start taking your Instagram seriously and I recommend doing it. Just post consistently. Just take like professional looking photos. You can do it by yourself. You don't need to spend any money. Well, just like a little bit. Get a cheap little tripod on Amazon. I use the front camera. All my photos are taken on my iPhone. I don't ever use an actual big camera. And just start taking some pictures. Get dressed up. Go to parking garages. Go to literally anywhere. Any There's so many like Instagrammable spots that are trending right now. And then another thing that 
this kind of ties into the question, but a lot of people always ask me, I think there was a couple other questions like this, so I wanted to touch on it, but how do you start like reaching out to brands and making money from brands? Um, it's going to start out with just like gifting collaborations first. That was how mine always started. But once you gain a certain amount of following, which doesn't even have to be a lot, it can be less than 10K, start reaching out to brands, start DMing brands and just kind of explain the way. So I always did an email style and in the email, I just kind of explained who I was as a creator, what my feed and what like my genuine general post looked like. And then I would explain to them how I could give, how basically they could benefit off of me. So I always explained how I had a different type of audience than most influencers because I had cheerleading, blah, blah, blah. I live in Florida. So it's just, I love like fashion and bikini, whatever like brand I was reaching out to, I catered my email to them. And most of the time you can get a whole bunch of stuff for free without having a huge following. So that is how it starts. And then most of the time for paid collaborations, brands will reach out to you. So I recommend putting your email in your bio. Um, and yeah, it goes from there. I, there's like a ton of good YouTube videos and tutorials on how to make a professional email and just how it all works. So I recommend looking that up because that's what I did. I think that is everything for that question. So next one. <clears throat> I know you cover this a lot and are preaching it so much right now. By the way, you're glowing. Ugh, thank you. But just how to learn to love yourself and your body. I hate the way I look and have no confidence and I've tried for years to change that but can't. I used to be a cheerleader and you were an inspiration to me in that aspect but now I look up to your confidence and all around great vibes. Thank you so much for all the compliments. That means the world to me. But here's the thing with confidence. It's all a mindset. It doesn't matter. Like you don't have to have a specific something. You don't have to look a specific way. It is literally all a mindset. And here's the thing. Everyone has insecurities. Every single person. Even like Madison Beer has insecurities. The, the people that you think are the most beautiful people to walk this earth, they have insecurities. But the thing that like sets them apart than a lot of people it's just their confidence and the way they hold themselves and just you can just I feel like you can see that like radiating through someone's like social media or whatever the case is so here's the thing with confidence I feel like it's kind of like a trial and error scenario so a lot of the times with me it comes from outfits I'm wearing or like the way I get myself ready so whether that's like trying new hairstyles trying out new outfits I just kind of try to step out of my comfort zone and try things that I wouldn't normally and I feel like that always just like made me feel good about myself when I put them on got myself fully ready and just like looked in the mirror and I was like wow I would have never thought this would look this way and it looks good and it's all a mindset you just gotta like get yourself ready whatever you do that makes you feel good and just own it you are hot you are so hot there is no such thing as like something that you need specifically to be hot or to be confident it's all in your mind so you were made the way that you are you literally are given your body your face your life and you only have one like yes obviously you can get like plastic surgery and stuff like that but you are literally given one body in this one life so why waste it away not being happy not being confident not loving the way you look when you could just embrace it know you're hot, change your whole mindset around and actually just like enjoy life. And I wish I had a better answer for you. I always, people always ask me like, how are you so confident? How did you gain your confidence? And I wish like, I would love to actually sit down and think about it and kind of like write things down and maybe even do a whole episode on this. 
but just know that it is all a mindset and it starts from within and if that's like you have to do little things like put on a certain outfit do your hair a certain way put on makeup take some pictures feel yourself whatever it is but it comes from within just know you are absolutely beautiful the way that you are and you don't have to change a single thing and it's as soon as you embrace that and just start to love your everything for that you are and that you aren't and know that you are imperfectly perfect the way that you are and just carry yourself that way you know the trend that was on tiktok that was like this is it wasn't this is a sign what is it it's like this trend shows how much hotter you get when you have confidence and it's like you sing one part of the song just like with no confidence and then you like transition and you just sing with confidence and everyone looks like they just got fully ready even though they look the exact same it's just the way you carry yourself so i hope that kind of answered it i honestly don't think that was a good answer i'm not very proud of it but i want to sit down and actually write things down that i truly think would help you know what i think i found a tiktok the other day and i want to say i saved it and i wanted to go back to it for this reason now can i find it that is the question probably not okay well i'm going to look into it and i want to do a whole episode on confidence and how i became confident from a very low point so stay tuned for that that will be coming because i was not very proud of that answer but next one I'm a senior and I'm going to college away from my family and super nervous about being away from them and adjusting to college in general. I know you moved away when you were 17 or 18, so can you give me advice on being away from home and freshman year of college tips? Thanks, Gabby. Love you and the podcast so much. Thank you. Love you too. So yes, I moved away from my family at 17 to live in Miami, Florida to cheer at Top Gun, but I also knew that I was going to college down here anyway, so I just came a year early. But FaceTime is your best friend. I talk to my family nonstop. Text them constantly. We face them at least once a day, every single day. And just always have something planned. Whether it's like you're watching a show together, so you have a FaceTime date planned every single week, or you always have like a trip back home, or when they're come visiting you, like you always have something planned. It just makes it easier because you have something to look forward to. Like you're not just questioning when you're going to see them again. So I recommend always having something planned, even if it's something as simple as like a FaceTime date with your family. But just know like just know that you're doing something that's going to benefit you and your future and honestly I'm so thankful I moved away when I did because I feel like it made me so much more independent and just allowed me to grow and become my own person because I didn't have my family to just do everything at like the snap of my fingers like I had to learn how to do it for myself I had to learn how to be independent cook my own food clean my own room like all of that stuff and I'm so thankful I moved away at a young age because I feel like that's why I'm so independent and just more mature for my age because of that. So just know that you are doing something that is going to benefit yourself and it, it's going to be hard. You're going to get homesick at times, but just talk to your family as much as you can and plan little visits, little FaceTimes, whatever the case is. And now going into freshman year of college. <laughs> so here's the thing. Um, I was in a toxic relationship and I don't remember much of anything from my freshman year in college I was miserable I lived in a dorm and I hated it I school was great got straight A's I mean it was hard and it totally drained me and I felt like I was a robot of a human being but um I recommend not being in a toxic relationship (laughs) it's my biggest piece of advice have fun because I did not and I regret it 
your freshman year of college, I feel like is probably one of the most fun years of your lives because you're just in a new place with new friends and you're just trying to get to know people and just take every opportunity, whether that's like joining a club, going to little events. If you live in a dorm and they have like events every so often on your floor, whatever the case is, do that. I never did that. I did not make any college friends my freshman year and I regret it. So learn from my mistakes and have fun. Obviously, it's all about balance. Focus on school. That's the main reason why you're there. But the experience of college, I think, is so necessary. Even if, like, I'm not really even using my degree, but I never regret going to school for a second just because of the experience and just, like, everything that college taught me. But if I could go back and do it all over again, I, um, I would. And I would have a lot more fun than I did. So I'm sure that's not the advice your parents want me to tell you. But coming from a summa cum laude mechanical engineering graduate, have more fun. (laughs) Anyway, next question. I need advice on thinking you are over someone and then finding out something they did and becoming upset or hurt again. So here's the thing. This is kind of like confidence. I feel like getting over someone is also in just like getting through a breakup is again all about mindset and faking it till you make it. So everything, every time I went through a breakup, the thing that helped me is when I changed my mindset into thinking I lost someone into realizing that they lost someone who was willing to give them the world and you lost someone who was willing to walk away. You lost nothing. You won. That person removed themselves from your life early enough that you now have the rest of your life to find someone better that's going to treat you right. So just know that if they did something that made you upset again, realize how much more you are winning that they are no longer in that position in your life. Yes, obviously it sucks finding out if there's something that you didn't know, whether it was like cheating or they hooked up with your best friend or whatever happened. But if it's something that genuinely upsets you, it should make you realize how much better off you are without them. So focus on yourself. Flourish on your own. Live your best life. Make them regret every single thing they did to you and do not take them back unless they deserve it and they changed but they need a lot of time and a lot of proving before that happens so that is that I'm a very very passionate about that situation anything that comes to breakups and getting back with your ex and all of that very passionate about so just use this time to focus on yourself realize that you are good. You are so complete on your own and you are better off without someone like that in your life and you deserve so much better. And there's going to be someone that comes into your life and gives you that. And it's going to feel like, like you're going to forget that that other person was ever even that close to you or in your life. So that is my take on that. This is a long one. Here we go. My boyfriend and I have been together since freshman year of high school. Now, due to college, we are in completely different places in location and in our lives. I want to make it work because he's my absolute best friend. We have been through a lot together, but right now it looks like our futures are going two completely different directions. All our friends say that we are going to get married, and I don't know if our future plans will align for that. Not sure what to do. I do truly love him. Also, side note, I truly love your videos. You have made me put myself first in my relationship, and I've become so much healthier mentally and physically. Keep doing you, girlfriend. Ugh. My, the, the best compliment you can give me is saying that I helped you become happier literally makes my heart so happy because that is why I love doing what I'm doing. First of all, here's my thing that I am just now getting better at. Stop worrying about the future so much. Try to live in the present moment as much as you can. Stop worrying about where you're going to be 
if you're going to get married, where you're going to be in the next five years, whatever the case is, focus on what's happening right now. So if you guys are at different places in college and if it's only like the long distance that's tough and you know that there is an end goal and you guys are working towards that, then hold on to it. Try to make it work. I feel like love, there comes a point where love is a feeling, but love is also a choice. And yes, times are tough, but if you're willing to work through those, then you make the choice to get through the hard times together. But at the same point, if that feeling is not there, it's not worth it to make the choice. That is where my issue came in. I was making the choice nonstop over and over and over to make things work when I didn't have the feelings involved at all. I wasn't happy. I wasn't in love at all. But I tried to force myself to make the choice to stay there because I felt like if it didn't work out, it was a failure, even though I should have seen it more as a failure of me being stuck in something that I wasn't happy in. So I think it just reflect on it and kind of honestly like make like a pros and cons list, literally like some Venn diagram type stuff and really weigh out like how you're really feeling, the positives that come from staying in that relationship. If you are like remaining independent and healthy and happy on your own and the relationship is just going through a little like dip and it's just like a tough time, but you do see an end goal and just like the light at the end of the tunnel in sight, then keep working on it. If it's something that it's been kind of over time just weakening and you just feel it drifting apart and you don't have those feelings and I recommend kind of having that discussion with your person and just figuring it out and just know that breakups don't have to be a scary terrible thing breakups are sometimes the the best option the healthy option and kind of going along with the advice earlier of that person like left your life early on for you to now explore other options don't let it affect your college experience like I did. So, obviously I can't give you like a definite answer because it's very situational, but reflect from within and know that breakups don't have to be a terrible thing and he can still be your best friend. It doesn't mean that, you know, you guys did something wrong or it just could be right person, wrong time. It could be wrong person. But a lot of times people come into your life for a reason and sometimes that reason might have already been accomplished and now that person no longer is serving that specific purpose in your life and they may not be necessary anymore and there may be something better coming for you so there's my take on that one but I'm just very happy that you are happy and healthy mentally and physically on your own that makes me so happy and I feel like you are in the right headspace to be able to make this decision And just take the pressure off of getting married. Take the pressure off of whatever your friends are saying. This is your life. This is your relationship. And just do whatever you truly feel is the best option for you and for your person. Next question. Going a very different route that I feel like we've we've done a few episodes on budgeting. But I like this question a lot. So... I need advice on looking for an apartment and learning how to budget for it and things to look for. I'm about to live on my own to cheer one more year out of town. I think I'll have to live by myself, which is okay, but it'll be hard for me to make payments. So what's your advice on this? Love you. Um, Do not kill yourself over paying rent. So if that means that you do have to look for roommates, I recommend doing that. It is not worth it to have to work for all of your like living paycheck to paycheck just to be able to afford a place on your own most of the time if you're moving for children there's probably a lot of people doing the same and there's definitely some roommates you can find so I recommend doing that and for budgeting start saving now I think they the thing is normally like make sure you have at least like 
three to four months of rent saved up before you move into a place. I think that's like the, the general like rule that people say. But I say just have, like start now. Start now planning everything. Start saving now and just start literally like making a list and planning out your budgets and like figuring out rent. Honestly, looking for apartments is so much fun. I'm starting to do it right now because I want to possibly move into a nicer place. So just look around, try to figure out what you want, what you don't want, find specific areas. And social media is a great tool for that. If you find people that live in the area, like message them and be like, hey, I know you live near so-and-so. I'm looking at going here. Do you have any good areas to look for apartments? No, like cheaper places. Or do you know of anyone with roommates? Make connections. That's like a huge key. Social media is literally the best tool for stuff like that. So I recommend doing that. But for budgeting, just save your money and just figure out a job and have everything in line before you move down. I know that's a lot easier said than done, especially with the job-wise because you probably have to be there to job hunt. But I also feel like with COVID, there's so many jobs that you can do remote that you don't necessarily have to do in person anymore. But... I don't know what I was just going to say. I'm not a type of person, I don't budget like literally writing down month to month, but I do recommend doing that for the first couple months just because you'll be somewhere new and you don't really know how everything's going to go yet. So just kind of plan out payments and plan out the ratio and just, like I said, it is not worth it to totally stress yourself out in living paycheck to paycheck just to live alone. So I recommend, I live with roommates until this year and this is my first year living alone and paying rent by myself and all of that so it took me quite a while to get here considering I lived in Florida since I was 17 but yeah I'm wishing you good luck with all of that just honestly look around find the best options and yeah I hope you have the best time I'm moving away for cheerleading was honestly like the best decision I made ever so I don't know who let me have a podcast and giving advice I'm so sorry I feel like this is awful when I'm like on the spot I, wanted, I want to make these episodes genuine, so I don't want to plan things out. So I'm reading, as I'm reading and screenshotting these questions for my DMs, I'm like, ooh, that's a good one. But I don't let myself really think of an answer because I want to do it while I'm recording. And I'm realizing maybe that's a mistake because I feel like I'm going to stop recording. I'm going to be like, oh, I forgot I wanted to say this, but I didn't write it down, so then I didn't remember. And now I feel like all my advice is awful. <laughs> so I hope it's not. I hope you guys are getting something beneficial out of this but okay this one kind of goes based off of the last one and we kind of also had another one like this but hi I've been watching your YouTube videos for probably two years now and I've loved seeing how happy you have been being by yourself thank you so much um I've always wanted to live in a different state away from my hometown but I don't know if I'd be able to do it because I think I'll get homesick what would your advice be with getting over that well I just made a TikTok about this oh actually I made a YouTube video about it too I am so passionate about stepping out of your comfort zone lately and stop settling with relationships, where you live, what job you have, whatever the case is. I, like, my life is a literal dream come true right now. And it, I owe it all to taking the leap of faith and moving to Florida at 17. Getting out of my relationship, even though it wasn't my choice and I didn't do the breakup, but it's the best thing that happened to me because now I'm no, I know what I want and I'm no longer settling, getting treated like absolute crap. And just my job is a dream come true. Like I took a leap of faith not getting a full-time engineering job right out of college and I'm making more and I'm so much happier now doing what I'm doing. And I just want everyone to have the same type of life as I do right now. And I've been talking to Lexi about it a lot because 
especially when it comes to where she wants to live after dental school. Like, she pretty much has her whole life set up already in Buffalo, and she could stay there. But living in Florida and just living in warm weather has always been her dream, and I've been kind of trying to help her realize that lately. And I'm like, yes, you could. Like, you could live happily in Buffalo forever. But is that really what you want to do? Like, you have one life. One, you have one chance at this life. You will never get another chance to be your genuine happiest self. So really reflect on what that's going to be. Is that going to be settling and being comfortable in Buffalo? Or is that going to be taking a step out of your comfort zone, moving somewhere away, living this dream life on a beach in warm weather, like what you've always wanted to do, even though you don't have your whole life set in stone there? And I feel like that's the case when it comes to moving away for college, if you are moving to a different cheer team, if you're trying to just like pick up and move, get a different job. Like if you're in a relationship where you're not happy, stop settling. Think of it as you literally only have one life to live. One chance at this. Why would you want it to be mediocre and comfortable when you could be thriving doing something else, but you just have to take that leap of faith? So I think if you think of it that way, if you're moving away and you're like, this could turn into something absolutely amazing and this could literally be a dream come true for me, then it'll be worth it. And then I kind of talked about the whole homesick thing earlier with the girl moving away. Plan FaceTime dates, plan visits home. If it's in driving distance, just know that you can go back whenever if you don't feel comfortable or if you are missing them. But we have everything at our fingertips now when it comes to phones that you can just pick up and you can call anyone, you can FaceTime anyone. But also allow yourself to make new friends. Like you have the opportunity now to kind of like have a whole new life and really like figure out who you are on your own. And it's a beautiful thing. Make new friends. Make new people that that becomes your home. And obviously like you'll always have your family and you always have your real hometown. But allow yourself to kind of create this new life for yourself. And I hope everything goes well. I want to wish you good luck with that too because... Just know that I'm proud of you for doing something like that because a lot of people are too scared and I feel like it's, you know the quote that's like greatness is on the other side of fear or however it's worded. I feel like that comes a lot with like moving to a new town or getting a new job and everything like that. So proud of you. Next question. How can I find my strength and stay my own person even when I am in a happy relationship? I love this because... (laughs) I did not do this and I wasn't in a happy relationship. I am realizing now lately how absolutely unhealthy and toxic my last relationship is. And it wasn't necessarily one person's fault. There was a little bit. I wouldn't say it was 50-50. But (laughs) there was a little bit from both sides. But it was not a healthy relationship at all. But it wasn't like I was faking anything for social media or for the cameras or whatever. I was completely lying to myself. I was trying to force myself to see the good in everything when there really wasn't much good to see. But like I kind of said earlier, I always saw my relationship ending as a failure. Don't think of it that way. Think of a failure being the fact that you'd be unhappy and just not healthy as a human being, whatever, either single or in a relationship. So tips on finding yourself and just staying happy even when you are in a healthy relationship. Having your own friend group is huge. I did not do this. I recommend having a separate friend group. Even if you and your significant other are in the same friend group, have at least one friend outside of that circle that is like your go-to person. It just, it makes the situation so much easier. If you guys are ever in a fight, you know you can go to that person and you can vent to them. And it's not like you're going to be bad-mouthing your person, but it's just someone that will just listen to you and not have an 
unlike like not have a biased opinion on because they're like mutual friends it's someone that will literally just let you vent for hours and just see your side of things and just kind of help talk you through it I recommend having that that I think is huge just having your own friends and just having your own hobbies knowing that in order to be in a really healthy relationship you guys have to have two separate lives that are just intertwined but you can't just live one life together and that is that is where I went wrong I did not really have obviously I had cheerleading and I was I feel like I was two different people from me and my relationship and me and cheerleading and that's why I always say I absolutely love double O so much and that is like what makes my heart the most happy is because I feel like that's where I was genuinely myself and truly happy whether it was practice competitions whatever it was and I would come home and be back in my relationship and I feel like I would be a different person so have those hobbies have many hobbies where you can go and just clear your mind and kind of just make yourself happy just be independent keep doing things that little things that make yourself happy and don't rely on a person for that but also just let them like compliment those things and yeah just focus on what makes you happy the things that make you you and take those and run with it and don't stop doing those even though you're in a relationship you can absolutely love spending every single second with someone but you still need to give yourself some time alone because you need to just alone time is good you need time to reflect on things you need to just do little things that yeah honestly just make you happy just Figure out what those things are and do them and just plan them weekly, monthly, whatever it is. Just know that you have to have your you time in order to be super healthy on your own. And just, it's going to make your relationship better. Okay, do I have one more? We're going to end on this one. This is the last one I have. Um, Gabby, can you explain not only in your podcast, but maybe your YouTube videos, how you seem to find the good in every situation? I feel like you're so positive and helpful and always encouraging others. How do you do it? But you help me so much, which is why I'll continue to watch your videos. Thank you so much. This is something that I wasn't always this way, for sure. But I do feel like it's just kind of the way I am. I'm a very, like, go-with-the-flow, carefree kind of person when it comes to a lot of things. So I feel like that definitely helps. But there's also good in literally every single situation. Like, I'm going to get deep for a second, but obviously breakups, you guys know, I've talked about that forever. But like the good that comes out of it is you learning to love yourself and just knowing you're so much stronger than you ever thought you were. And I always go from rock bottom when I go to a breakup to literally the highest of highs and just finding so much self-love and confidence and just happiness within myself. But something that I experienced this past year for the very first time was losing a loved one. And my grandma passed away, which was obviously awful. I miss her so much. I love her dearly. She was amazing. But even like within a situation like that, things like that happen. And you you don't think that there's good that can come out of it because obviously like that's one of the worst things that could possibly happen. But like it brought my family so much closer and it allowed me, it was during the pandemic and I haven't been home in forever. And it was like, I finally am able to go home. It happened honestly like right after my breakup. So it was like, the I just needed to go home and be with my family so bad and I needed something like that to happen in order for me to just stop worrying about work stop worrying about cheerleading whatever it was and just go home I needed to be with my family I needed to just spend a few days at home with them to kind of like for my own mental health and it was so necessary and it made me so much just just healthier mentally and it's like there's always like a silver lining in every situation obviously that one's very deep and I I feel bad 
talking about the good that comes out of that but again another good she was no longer suffering like there's good that can be in literally every single situation and you just have to have a clear mind and just really reflect on what the situation is and see the good and focus on the good and I feel like once it's another thing that's like fake it till you make it like once you start to do that in every situation and like force yourself to see that way I feel like it just becomes second nature and this goes back to you only have one life why be miserable why hate your body why hate yourself why just be so miserable about every single situation and just let your sadness take over your life when you could change your mindset be happy about everything just be carefree live in the present don't be so worried about the future don't be so stuck on the past live in the present moment do everything that you can at this very moment to make yourself happy to make yourself healthy and just enjoy life at the end of the day like you could your your life could end tomorrow if you're too worried about the negatives are you going to i don't what's the wording of like like if you die tomorrow will you be happy with how you lived your life basically very extreme you don't have to think of it that extreme but kind of just think of it that way like you only have one life and if you're going to be so stuck on the negatives i feel like time just like flies by and you're just very just stuck on what you shouldn't be worried about be focused on the positives just my lesson for everything out of this podcast is YOLO you really only live once you only have one chance at this life and I want you all to be as genuinely happy as I've been lately and I feel like that's honestly just been my my go-to like lesson that I've learned out of the breakup is just to stop settling and to just constantly be wanting the best for yourself and wanting to step out of your comfort zone and wanting more for yourself in your life and doing everything that you can to make that happen I feel like I've been rambling forever I don't even know if I gave any good advice in this. I hope so. I'm sorry if this was awful. I really, I, I tried. These are hard to do. Like, I feel like I'm really good at giving advice when I'm boun- bouncing off of others' ideas. But in a solo podcast, it is just me, myself, and my remote. Or my remote, my, my microphone. Okay, yeah. On that note, we're going to end this. I clearly can't even think straight. This was fun. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Let me know if you want more of these. We will be back with normal podcast episodes next week. So I was going to say I hope you guys enjoyed and do my normal YouTube outro. But make sure to go follow us on Instagram at chicken noodle underscore scoop. Leave us a rating and review on the Apple Podcast app. We absolutely love when you do that and it helps us out so much. And with that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed. And I'll see you next week on what? That's not how it goes whatever i'll see you. I, I won't see you. what am i trying to say tune in next week's episode of chicken noodle scoop that was a disaster okay bye <laughs>